0: Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Made of Things podcast. I am your host, Antonio Maria Correia. This time on the show, we have Don Richard. But before we get to our guest, I should take a minute to address the low episode rate at which we've been doing Made of Things this year. This is not a funny introduction to the episode, so I'm just going to keep it short. I currently have a hand injury due to excessive video editing last year. I might even be undergoing surgery for it in a couple of months Uh, this is sort of a Carpal tunnel syndrome of sorts It's more complicated than that But whatever um, I have been getting better in recent times uh, But this has also meant That I've been unable to Edit shows And this podcast in particular As often and uh, you know and As many episodes as I want to uh, But there are reasons to be confident As we've already recorded Over 15 to 16 or 17 maybe More episodes and that Means, you know, 15, 16, 17 more guests, all of which really good. Uh, I just recently got back from um, Primavera Sound, both in Barcelona and Porto, and on those alone, we did about eight more guests and we're nearing festival season which means we definitely have a long way to go as a show <laughs> so uh, no wins uh, apparently at sight. I'll just keep doing this show uh, until the world loves it really that's my resolve uh, and I don't usually do this but on the next show or two uh, not only will I address what happened at uh, this year, uh, this year's editions of both Primavera sounds or both editions of Primavera sound, as I will tell you which guests uh, we're going to have on Made of Things. This is actually was something I'm going to do, and uh, the the ones I've recorded so far. So obviously, so uh, so. Look forward to that if you like spoilers, I guess uh, So, you know, on the show this time We have Don Richard Who just played in Lisbon a couple of weeks ago At ZDB If you're not aware of Don Richard uh, Here is uh, her quick backstory of sorts So, basically, she came up about 10 years ago On an MTV show called Making the Band Which was curated by Sean Combs Who is mostly known as Puff Daddy Or P. Diddy Or Diddy Or whatever else uh, she was one of the final girls, which formed the girl band Danity Kane, going on to join Diddy on, or P. Diddy, or Sean Combs, or whatever, on Diddy Dirty Money. Uh, and from this more mainstream background, she started doing way more freeform art than what is usually done in mu- uh, mainstream music. Not, you know, Not that mainstream artists still don't have really unusual and groundbreaking art, which they do if you, you know... Pay enough attention and aren't you know prejudiced? Uh, because that's not my point at all with this conversation. But you know, Don is doing way more you know independent music. You know, I guess individually, even with this DIY ethos. Uh, on this episode, that is mostly what we covered. Again, this is not funny, I know, but you know, the conversation is really funny actually, so I really love Don, and we'll dive straight into my conversation with Don Richard.
1: That was insane. Yes, that crowd was awesome. I didn't even know what to expect because I've never been here before. So I, I didn't know if it was going to be a small crowd or if they even knew who I was because um, I've sold here, but I've never actually done it live and wow, I'm so honored. It's one of our bigger crowds. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. People were basically hysterical. Uh, it's yeah. Not hysterical uh, in his hysteria. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, jumping up the whole time. No one ever stopped yeah. dancing, which is what you want. Yeah. These
0: are high octane shows. Like yeah. you must be have like your cardio and <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know uh, up to date, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, we um, I build that structure in behind me. I build that triangle and take oh. it down. So. Stamina and energy, I I don't even know how I'm doing it because we do everything. It's kind of a DIY kind of situation where we do everything ourselves. Um, But when you see a crowd like that, it makes you feel like you can keep going because they're so supportive. I mean, because we never really do a slow record. It's all like high energy. Yeah.
0: Is that, that, you know, what made you kind of go DIY? Like, I don't know. uh, 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 Um, We'll get to that later. There's plenty of of that. I'm sure you get it all the time. But still, it's funny that DIY is usually connected to punk and small shows and stuff like that. And it's really cool that you're doing it yourself. It's
1: really, really awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I've dealt with mainstream before. I was built and I started my career with a major label with a machine. And it was amazing. It was great. But it was... Constricting as far as your your uh, creative, you know, you couldn't do the things that you wanted to do. And um, I appreciated that journey, but I, as a kid, loved the DIYs. You know what I mean? I had my my favorite show was Green Day. Uh, My my first show was Green Day. I I grew up on garage bands, so like I loved rock growing up. So Biff Naked, one of these like a Canadian kind of punk indie band, was one of my favorite bands. So. I promised myself if I ever got the opportunity, I would move that way because I appreciated that style. And I felt like it was authentic and that the fan base was cult-like, like they stayed with you through it all. And I prefer the person that seeks you out rather than you force-feeding them. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, That's
0: awesome. and and plus um, actually, th- so when did Green Day hit you? I I I think I liked Green Day, l- like the Dookie phase, for a week yeah. maybe or two weeks yeah. until
1: I don't know, for for some reason I just felt nah,
0: I'm not this yeah. is not for well, me. Brain
1: stew was my like Brain Stew oh, okay. was my what, was what introduced me as a kid, but um, after that I started falling in love with the Cranberries, uh, Live, uh, Soundgarden, uh, Portishead, like really like. Different, you know, not different, but just that was, of course, uh, the Sugar Cubes with Bjork and then Bjork later going out for her, you know, by herself. Loved Chris Cunningham as a a director when he was doing FX Twin. Like, that was kind of my, Uh that's what I loved. And when I got into pop culture and tried out for making the band with P. P Diddy, I don't know, I had all these great ideas and they were kind of, I don't think they would have fit in that girl group that I had at the time. So I had to kind of do what I needed to do with that. And then when I had the opportunity and the breadcrumbs and the knowledge that I had, apply it to my... My own company and my own business. Uh, yeah.
0: Sure. So, so you mean so that's uh, you you um, obviously have an artistic vision yeah. and well, if you're in- influenced by all that cool stuff, yeah. I mean, uh, it's actually this is this for a show called Made of Things, and yeah. I'll, I'll sh- I should I should go there now, yeah. and I, I should ask you like, um, okay, so th- what are the things that made you? So you would would you say it's Green Day that no. was like the trigger for you to dedicate yourself to art? for for some reason like you're dedicating yourself yeah. to what, what what you're doing now and what triggered that what made you go I oh I need to do music f- for as long as
1: possible my father. my father and my mother my mother has um she owns a dancing school she's a dancer uh-huh. um, she tra- she taught me dance and, and put me on to the Nichols brothers and Berishnikov, who was one of my favorite dancers um, and then my dad is a musician he's classically trained he can play piano and um, his influence to me with uh, Debussy, Claude Delune is one of my favorite records. Um, so I was introduced in that sense and that's what inspired me to want to do music. But I think um, the moment I realized who Gustav Klimt was uh-huh. and I realized the artistic vision in Judith and kind of, I was inspired by just the idea of taking your art to the next level, whatever that may be. And I thought it would be really cool if I could take what I knew and my inspiration from dance what I loved about Baryshnikov, what I loved about the Nichols Brothers, took what I loved from the gold flakes that Gustav Klimt created that made him his own thing, Um, and then take the inspiration of uh, what Bjork was and uh, musically what that aesthetic was, I could maybe come up with something really amazing. And I took the things that inspired me from those places and I just made them me. You know what I mean? I took them and I said, okay, how does this apply to myself? These things inspire me. How do I how do I inspire my, my own way? And that's kind of how I got it. It necessarily wasn't an artist, it was one of more more or less, it wasn't a musician uh-huh. that inspired me, it was more of the art, the arts itself, uh-huh. the liberal arts itself. Oh, for sure. yeah. oh, totally, can totally be just like whatever. Yeah, you know. No, I'm just saying like, you would think that it would be mm-hmm. Musicians and I have an affinity for music of course because I grew up loving music But I think it was the sense of the arts in general and coming from New Orleans If you've ever been to Louisiana or New Orleans, Louisiana um, You know that music is huge in the culture from Fats Domino to uh, Dr. John like this kind of Brass band, Zydeco music, uh, soul and and, um, blues all kind of derived from Louisiana so New Orleans is kind of like music in itself so it was kind of undeniable that i would have a passion for it Uh yeah yeah do
0: you think that's the case with like uh i don't know i'm assuming even though when you assume you make an ass out of no, make of ourselves every day, so uh, I
1: don't think, yeah, we would make asses out of ourselves every day, so I don't think, you can go assume away, you assume
0: away. Yeah, I'll yeah. make myself an ass, yeah. <laughs> my, an ass out of myself all I can, all the time. Yeah.
1: No. It's <laughs> totally fine, when you make an ass of yourself, you actually learn something. You I've made a, my, yeah, so. But you put yourself on the line, yeah, right? You just, yeah, and um, trust me, I've been an ass a couple of times, but um, <laughs> it's made me, it's made me better it for hasn't. it. It hasn't, you have to. You ha- yeah, and uh, you can't take this, you can't take yourself seriously, I mean, you take your art seriously, but you have to laugh, you have to figure it out, you have to try new things, you have to look crazy, you have to bend and be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and when you do that you find beautiful things about you that you never found uh-huh. would be there uh-huh. yeah do you
0: think that's one of the main you know I, I'm not sure I, I actually know how kind of that like the mainstream industry yeah. of music works but not in terms of uh, the place where you are at yeah. so do you think that sometimes people take themselves too seriously over there or is it not the case so much no.
1: they take them they take money seriously oh, okay. it's 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 numbers and dollars in that business they care about the art but I think they care more about the numbers and the money that they'll make in the process that's beautiful in business but you still have to understand that there has to be an appreciation of the art you're still Mm -hmm. selling the art if you lose the fact that you're selling that if you lose the fact that if you lose the sight that the art is the most important thing you'll start selling something that has less value and you're trying to force something on people that isn't worth its value i think it's okay to care about the dollars and the numbers but as long as the art is up to par with the dollars. Oh, it's okay, sure, you know. Sure. Yeah. I, don't
0: think, I don't think there's any necessary conclusion looking at the the landscape of what yeah. we have today. Because yeah. thankfully there's a lot of room for a lot of stuff.
1: Room for everyone. And because of social media and technology, it allows that open door. And I think that's what fans themselves have to be comfortable with. I think they're so busy concentrating on one fan, one fave and one artist that they love, that they're missing out on the fact that there can be many. Uh-huh. Um, and I think once we open our minds to the fact that there can be all of us in this lane, I think, will make for a beautiful pot of diversity in music and art. Yeah. There's no real competition, really. Well, your competition is yourself. It's not sports. Well, it, well, people think that um, everyone's trying to be number one. Um, I just want to make great music. You can have the number one shit. You know, I never really cared about that. What I would like to do is sit in my little lane and fucking make people dance like they did tonight. If I can do that. You know, if they can buy my music on iTunes right now, if they can see the videos that I just released, I literally just released a VR piece. Uh-huh. For the, it's like I'm one of the first artists to uh, be a part of that movement of the virtual reality movement, and I just released that um, with Wired magazine even know how that works yeah, I, it, I just
0: I would just watch mean? I just watched Warcraft with three oh, uh, with so three good. it's
1: yeah. good isn't yeah, it so good it's well really, it's really it's, actually pretty awesome it's pretty awesome and VR is opening a whole new lane in gaming and and in technology period and it's very new in music videos and so for me to be an indie artist with no machine doing it is quite Amazing, and I think it shows to indie artists out there that you can be up on the pulse. And it also shows brands that you don't have to look for the bigger artists. There are smaller artists that are doing some really innovative things. So there's a lane for everybody. And I think what we're doing is really cool and we're sitting out in our little spot and having fun with it. You know, We're not taking it too seriously. We're trying to figure out how we can move ahead and be ahead and do some really cool things. Some of it works, some of it doesn't, but in the process it's fucking fun. It's so fun, yeah.
0: How's it like? I have no idea. The The process of doing something in VR.
1: Oh man, it's tedious and ridiculous. (laughs) It took us three months to do, um, especially when you don't have a big machine behind you. Like, you know, usually VR is working with the larger brands. And here we came with this little small fish, you know, in a big pond, uh, trying to come up with an idea artistically of putting CGI, dance and fashion in in the VR world. And what we came up with is the not above that record uh, VR that's out right now. And it is amazing. And it is so new and so refreshing. And I mean, I'm very proud of it, very proud of it. We released a fashion uh, video, which was Wake Up, and then we released the VR piece kind of in the same two weeks. Okay. So we've got like two videos out, an EP out with Kingdom, mm-hmm. um, and uh, King, uh, which is Fade to Mind," uh-huh. It was infrared EP. We have another song with Adult Swim, Yeah, I was just told that, I didn't know, because I'm a huge Adult Swim fan. I'm a Adult Swim fan, like I'm livid, like I love Adult Swim. Uh, I was
0: there from the beginning, I'm still from the Space Coast, Coast to Coast days, and come back in Cartoon Network,
1: (laughs) we're about the same age. Yeah, you know, and... So it's I not learned.
0: common in Portugal, though, because no one knew. Oh, my God. Cause yeah, yeah, Because, like, in 2001, in 2002, 2003, you might be able to tell from my accent, even yeah. though I've never been to the US, yeah. that I've been kind of informed, not just not yeah. by myself, but yeah. just, just our yeah. mutual love of Adult yeah. Swim. Like, Sea Lab 2021, Absolutely. it's insane. Yes, and exactly. Uh, Aqua Teens, yes. Metalocalypse. Well, well hey, uh, well,
1: okay. Oh, I, th-
0: I, I love you, now. too. <laughs> yeah. Brack
1: Show. Yes, yes, yes. I've loved Adult Swim from the beginning. Those are fucking classics and I've always wanted to work with them and Jason was amazing enough to want to work with me and I've been with them for two years now. I've curated a um, few. Jason, uh, Jason DeMarco, he works Jason with Adult Swim okay, okay. Um, and uh, he was able to not only help me do the singles program with them, but I've curated commercials that'll be on the show as well. So it's one of those things where that's another side project that I really love. So I've got all that going on and uh-huh plus doing this live tour situation. So again, all that to say, there is lanes for everybody and we're just, again, trying to uh, show the world a different side of the artistic world, showing them that it doesn't have to be a machine to be just as, as successful.
0: Yeah. So, but with, with, with Adult Swim, you're doing just uh, the music videos for your work, or or is it uh, like a, a, co- a co-op for like with the show? Because, for instance,
1: Dan series with them at some point. But right now, it's just commercials, and then they do a singles program where they ask multiple artists to do their singles for each year. So I have that, and it's oh. called Serpentine Fire, and that oh. came out last week with Adult Swim. And then on top of that, I did commercials curated, oh. animated commercials curated by me for them. So. It's two different projects for Adult Swim, but the hope is, again, to to work on a series project with them. I would really love to have my own series with Adult Swim. That would be really awesome. That was, you're putting it out
0: there, so it might happen.
1: Yeah, and if it doesn't, then cool, we tried, <laughs> man. I mean, hey, that's the only way. I'm, I'll make an ass of myself trying.
0: But I'll um, be the Yum yeah, <laughs> or exactly. the Yumi or yeah, whatever you want it to make. It
1: would be yeah. so worth it. You know, it's so worth it. This is some cool stuff, and I think uh, we're breaking barriers with... Um, with the perception of what an artist or an indie artist is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I was asking,
0: cause for instance, Dan Deacon does off the air. Well, with uh, um, he told me about a year ago, he told, told me that he, well, I, I do stuff and then there's this visual artist that does like whatever he, uh, once basically, and then colors my videos pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So I was asking if that was something along the same lines. No,
1: it's a bit it's different. It's a bit different. The videos that we do are for my my album, mm-hmm. they're not for uh, Adult Swim. Adult, wow. Adult Swim is like actual commercials that are spots. So they're like 30 seconds, 20 seconds, 10 seconds, and they're curated mm-hmm. just for like the in between of the shows on Adult Swim. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And another thing I, I
0: was told, because I wasn't really aware, even though there are clues that, uh, for instance, in 86, you quote uh, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. yeah okay. So, yeah. my my dude, <laughs> uh, since I basically, I since I, I was born, like I loved Sledgehammer and yeah. then went on to love early Genesis. Yeah. So, I heard you are into Prague, really. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. What sort of Prague? I'm
1: that curious. No, I, like, listen. So, I grew up loving all things and I didn't, I did, I kinda of slipped up on it in college and I didn't know much about it. And then as I kind of progressed there was this kind of ghetto goth world that kind of introduced me to Prague and I was kinda of like, This this could be this could be great. And I, I kind of learned and fell in love with it. But I'm not like a huge, I don't know a lot about it. I'm not testing you. I don't know a lot about it. I just dipped into it. And it's tough to remember, though. Yeah. I, I was just, I was, uh, for like uh,
0: three or four months ago, I was interviewing yeah. the, one of my favorite bands, which is King Crimson. Okay. And I was interviewing Pat of, uh, for the show, yeah. was a drummer yeah. since 94 uh, or mm-hmm. something. Uh, and uh, yeah, exactly. Since 93, 94, did work with Sylvian and stuff mm-hmm. like that, with, with Robert Fripp. Mm-hmm. And I was mentioning stuff to him, and because some instrumental pieces are kind of not similar, but well, in the same vein, the same sometimes you don't remember the names of stuff, so I misquoted some stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so it happens; it's okay. Yeah. And even him himself said, "Well, it's fine, because sometimes we 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 ourselves even just don't know the names yeah, of." Yeah, stuff.
1: yeah, I don't like. I was introduced to it through college. I didn't. Like I, I wasn't just listening to it daily
0: on no, a daily basis and,
1: and I wasn't um, but I, I do have an appreciation and affinity and just like Prague it's I have an affinity for Afro-Cuban I have it like Lionel Lewicki is one of my favorites he's an African um, uh, guitarist who was amazing and I've kind of fallen in love with him and his sound and it's just there are a lot of things that I grabbed from that have inspired me and that sound throughout my culture that I appreciate that I'll add and influence and then poetry and and sonnets and from Shakespeare to William Blake to like it goes on and on from these different places that I get derivatives from that I like build from. So I don't know them all um, but I do have I'll listen to it and pass it by and say now this this is key. Oh. This is amazing. And then I'll apply it. Mm-hmm. I just,
0: I uh, went by uh, my whole life till now. Basically just, well, Shakespeare is a classic, which you sometimes do. Shakespeare. Shakespeare is amazing. And I just, so I just got I, into it. Yeah. It's okay. really current. Yeah, no, I was always. I just got into it like uh, like uh, 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 last year or something.
1: Yeah, no, I watched the Twelfth Night being performed. Night is great. It's I, the great. The wake up video that I did was a playoff of Midsummer Night Dream. Oh. Um, I Hesonis, into that. It's Hamlet. Like. You know, I'm a, I'm a Poe fan. I love uh-huh. Poe as well. Yeah, um, Hemingway, tell-tale. I love. Yeah, like you. And you'll see it in my music. Uh-huh. They're kind of like pr- spread out. My grandmother was a librarian. She had a PhD in library science. Uh-huh. So I grew up around books. So having yeah. access to culture. I smiled, yeah. yeah. Like these were like influences in my life. Yeah, uh-huh. Hemingway. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, it's
0: funny because um, if you have early access uh, or uh, access to culture early on, yeah. then you can. Have your, have, you can develop certain sensibilities with certain things that most people don't know. And then eventually you'll become a creative weirdo, more or less.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's about me in a nutshell, a creative weirdo. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I I, I didn't oh, know the, any. In
0: the best of in senses. In the
1: best of ways. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't know. I just kind of grew up loving the smell of library books, which oh. could make me definitely a weirdo. Um, but That's I think. There's, char- there's a lot of charm to yeah, that. Yeah. I just. There's an affinity and an appreciation for the way a story is told. Um, I loved mythology as well. And if you listen to The Golden Heart, it's very much a play off of uh, Odysseus and the Iliad and uh, and the Odyssey and um, Calypso and the story of Titans. There's a lot of play on mythology. And again, that was me as a kid with my nose in books, being inspired by that whole thing and, and going through life and feeling the connection between the industry and now and the monsters that. You know, used fought in that process. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a lot of characters in yeah, terms of action. Yeah, sure. I'm yeah. a big nerd, basically. Uh. I'm a geek. I'm a geek, that's yeah. awesome. That's, those are the best. Yeah. I, mean, I
0: mean, come on. Uh, yeah. There's a whole. There's no clothes. We're
1: in a generation. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm a geek, that's always negative. Yeah.
0: But there's, we're basically in a generation that got that through the barrier of. Uh, being uh, some certain tolerance, right? Because yeah. uh, yeah. it was hard coming up. Like people, like kids are like, "Oh, I'm a nerd." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's cool to be a nerd. But back in the day, we kind of had, had to. It,
1: it we had it hard. I, you know, I, I kind of split those lines. I, ca- I was really secret with about my that li- that side of my life. Um, I was always kind of I kept that to myself. That was kind of my escape. So people didn't even really know. How much of a nerd I was except for my parents because that was when I went home That was my haven, you know at school I was kind of the cheerleader girl that every you know that girl, but at home I was like, I I just want to be this and it kind of developed as I got older and now I realized, you know This is my opportunity to really be the The kid that I wanted to be when I was behind closed doors, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah Did you
0: perform a lot in front of the mirror and stuff? Did you act out stuff because I I,
1: I I didn't even have time <laughs> for that, dude. My parents were so militant. Me and my brother were like soldier kids. Uh, I mean, I had I danced, so I had an opportunity to perform. Oh, cool. You know, my mom. You know, I started when I was two, and I didn't stop. Um, so I don't know. I, I got a chance to perform and do performance arts my whole life. So I got to perform in that way, but I never thought it would be a job. Uh-huh. I always thought I would be a marine biologist. I went to school for it. I graduated with in, with a degree. In marketing and marine science, so I never would have thought that I'd do music as a career.
0: You probably got this question from people over here because, well, the Azores are the or the Açores in Portuguese are a group of islands that has a lot of rich biology. Have you ever heard any heard anything particular about that? Because I
1: haven't. Apparently, it's becoming the. trend if <laughs> marine biology gets trendy in a way yeah, I, I would it wasn't trendy when i was in school but that's pretty has awesome that's trends within I mean. yeah that's pretty awesome I'm, i mean i would love to i'm certified in scuba diving so i'd love to see more of uh, uh the, the coral reef and i'd love to see what's down there and what they have because that's always been you know I'm, i would love that but i haven't heard
0: anything I have, i've never been actually it's a crime <laughs> it's huh? a national crime i've never been to though. There, it's a okay. national crime to you
1: know, dive there.
0: No, it's national crime not to go. Oh,
1: not to go. It's, I'm like,
0: speaking okay. in metaphorically.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, then I have to, then I have to, then I will, you know, because I uh, that's what I like to do in my pastime. My concentration was in dolphins and manatees, wow. so I'd oh. love to, yeah, the oh, they're killed by boats. It's a whole thing, yeah, it's because they thing. they can't um move, so they get a lot of the bottom of the boats, um, so they get caught underneath and get killed, but. Get
0: distracted very easily, apparently, you get distracted very easily and just like move Go to whatever,
1: yeah, and then get, get yeah. towards whatever is uh, yeah. then moving, then get yeah, killed. But it's, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, this, we're, we're having a great conversation, and all of a sudden, we're talking about this yeah. tragedy, yeah.
1: Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, again. Sorry.
0: How are we in time? Um, 20, okay, so, okay, we'll sorry, have a little... Like a little no, it's because it's just it's, flowing. It's
1: a whole it's, bunch of stuff, yeah, it's Fantastic. Sorry.
0: But, uh, but uh, um, okay, so I, sh- I should go, what we you expect for, for the next era?
1: Um, the Red Era is coming out this fall. We've got another single coming in two weeks. It never stops. And then we have the 2D Companion uh, video that's coming out in the next week uh-huh. um, for the VR video. So we have a VR video and then the 2D Companion. Oh, so it's really. two different videos from the same song. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and, uh, so that'll be three videos from one record.
0: And do uh, you plan to go somewhere emotionally different than this record?
1: or? Um, but this record is not above that. That's going to be the same record that I perform here. We did a lyric video, we did the VR piece, and there'll be a 2D companion. Then the next record that comes in two weeks is kind of an ode to... I won't say, uh-huh. but it's it's more of a vibe and um, it's a summer record, uh-huh. like it really feels good um, and we're going to take the momentum into a really good place um, and we're going to have a video for that as well. So we're moving pretty quick, uh, we've got a lot of okay. music and then um, we're getting ready for the, the end of this tour and then looking for fall to tour with the album.
0: Okay, okay. I've never asked anyone this in particular but uh, when should I post this then? Because where would would be cool for you? For, for I'm really? easy, yeah. Okay. Even if it's like in the, in the next month, is it cool, or oh is yeah, it like? If it sh-
1: should we because of have the 800 pro- projects by then? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. just keep, yeah. It's totally fine. And yeah. I think because of that. So yeah, we'll have a thousand projects. It'll be great. Okay,
0: sure, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll post this next week or something. Good. Okay, good. cool, good. cool. Thank this was lovely. Very
1: Thank you. Very Thank you. Nice. This, Thank
0: you. Nice. this, is awesome. I loved that, I just loved meeting Don, that was amazing. Uh, this episode will have a video edit up on YouTube, which you can subscribe to, it's just Made of Things podcast, very easy to find, uh, but remember to type in podcast, because it's a trigger word, and we are also, trigger words mean something else actually, but still, uh, we are also on Instagram and Twitter and WordPress, where you can download all the f- episodes, uh, all the f- f- episodes this is brilliant and there's always iTunes and uh, that's it no more social media this week Uh, that's enough and I've been doing more I've been doing more of that recently as you may have found Uh, hopefully if you want to check out what I'm up to I just interviewed uh, Jamie Collum professionally for for another place uh, last night it was really fun Uh, and I hope you loved Don Richard as much as I did and that was quite a lot Goodbyes!